Hi, welcome to Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki. And today I am recording from my condo because it is January 2nd and the holiday wrap up is still happening. And I thought, you know what, I really want to talk to them and put down a couple episodes. So I thought I'd do it from the comfort of my dining room. So if you hear the accompaniment of a meow here and there, uh, that's because Leah likes to have her voice known too, and I've been traveling a lot, and she's not all that thrilled about that. So even though she has amazing people who take care of her when I'm gone, she will inevitably voice her opinion. Thank you for joining me. I hope you've had a wonderful holiday season and you are excited to be in 2020. If you're not excited yet, well, we'll get there. And, you know, it can't be a place that's maintained constantly anyway, because if we didn't have the ebbs and flows of emotions, would we really appreciate when we were all that excited and happy and jubilant and all those other words So, and feelings? This episode, I thought we would talk about stones and crystals. Now, I love them. I use them every day, and I hope to share some of my knowledge with you, and we will do that as soon as we play this amazing jingle. <laughs> VickiBear.com, it's time to be your best, it's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. Thank you for listening to the jingle and um, for participating in all of your downloads and your comments and your sharing of the episodes. I really appreciate that. I do this because I love it. However, in a business sense, there's also the promotional aspect of it, right? So in full transparency, when you do that, it helps. And the more people we have paying attention to their first sense, I feel like the frequency of the universe goes up and that benefits all of us. So stones and crystals, rocks, um, any of the other earth substances that uh, are here for themselves, let's be honest, they're, they're a creation of their own species and their own vibration, and I believe for their own journey, and yet they are amazing helpers in our world and can be... The difference between having a moment where you're feeling completely stressed to having some support and another tool to have in your toolbox. So the stones and the crystals, I will admit that I am working from a place of my own knowledge, some training, but mostly I do it intuitively. I pick stones intuitively. When we had a store, my husband was wonderful at knowing what stone it was, what were the properties, 
you know, how would it be applied? And the more, I guess, structured or named practices of them, where I would come out of a session, walk over to the stone display, hand, pick out a stone and hand it to someone and say, ask Howard what the stone is or um, what the properties are. I know that you need this stone and it can help you to shift your frequency. I don't necessarily get bogged down on the names or the properties and everything. But that would not translate well in a podcast, now would it? So what I do know I think is applicable and it could be helpful and I think a good diving off point, especially if you're someone who has not used them before, has been intrigued or wants to increase their your uh, practice with them, what I thought I'd do is talk about the elements of them, not individually, although I'll mention some of my favorites, and then how to use one or pick one specifically for yourself. So why would you use stones? Well, because they all have a frequency. They are of the earth, and it takes a very long time for them to be created. So I think they hold a lot of knowledge. And one can use stones to raise your own frequency. You can use them in a uh, healing practice. You can use them to clear spaces. Um, There are so many reasons why and how they are beneficial. I use them primarily to ground my space. The more meditation and the more readings and such that I do, sometimes I can get a little out of body and or a little space cadet. And I use a lot of the darker stones, so black tourmaline, um, some uh, of onyx. Uh, I love fluorite, even though it's um, the one I use is the um, green rainbow, I believe it's called. See, you're not going to get specific names and stuff from me. Um, I also believe it's a personal thing that whatever stones we resonate with um, are the ones that we can be working with. So, But when you use the darker stones, the way that I've taught it in the past is the darker the stone, the more grounding. Now, this is a generalization. Some people really resonate well with the light, clear quartz energy. I find that to sometimes be too high of a frequency if I need to, say, do some book work or if I have a full day of coaching and I have to be present in my body and available to hear and to help. So that makes it a little bit more challenging with the, the lighter stones. So the darker ones are wonderful. It's just an easier way to remember it, that darker is grounding and lighter is uh, raising of, of frequency of um, the higher up it goes in the chakras as well. So the rose quartz, for instance, can be this beautiful, really light pink. And sometimes it can be a very um, kind of... Um, Uh, more dense kind of rose, really deep rose color. And you would simply see what each piece feels like to you. Does one make you feel a little loop-de-doop-de in your head? Well, then let's not have that in the car because you'll be driving. 
I use black tourmaline a lot. I recommend it a lot because it is fantastic for grounding rooms. I put a chunk of it, I get the rough cut, it's really inexpensive, and um, I put a, a chunk of it in each corner of the office and in my home. I have them in a couple different rooms, um, and you can grid your whole house with them if you'd like. I think it's good to do each room individually because there's a different frequency in each room and a different use of each room, so that can change it up too. So by putting the black tourmaline in each corner, it essentially gives it a um, like a anchoring feeling. And I recommend that for kids' bedrooms, offices, uh, especially if you are someone who's providing service such as therapy, counseling, massage, uh, any, any energy work, there's a fallacy that in energy work you would want your energy to be super high. It's actually, the more grounded we are, the higher the frequencies we can access because, uh, once again, our first sense, intuitive being coming in first with us through the soul level, and we have these other five. We have to work together. So if you want to access the angel realm, the the guides, the ascended masters um, source, you you also have to be grounded physically in your body, and you also don't want to burn out your motherboard. So anything you can do to help remain in body while allowing your spirit and your soul to play, I know there's a lot to this. It's... Um, it's a gift you can give yourself. So the you know the agate stones are wonderful. There are there's just so many that you couldn't possibly well I suppose somebody could learn them all. I'm not going to. <laughs> so by using them and and working with them and having a relationship with them and an appreciation of the stones it helps to calm your system down because basically you have a team, right? And now we're including in the the elements of the earth. And if you listen to the 2020 forecast, I suggested being in nature. Well, maybe you don't have time to get out for a walk. Maybe your day is such that at least for one or two days, you're not able to embrace nature or to be part of it. Well, if you have rocks in your home, if you have stones in your home, if you have great plants in your home, that's one way to do it, right? So the um, other reason that you could use the stones are to clear the energy in, in a home. Again, I love the fluorite. It does not need to be cleared. That's also another reason that I love it because um, I may forget to process through to clear my stones. I always, when I, um, when I sage and go through my home once a month, I always cover my stones. I always stand over the wherever they are, and they are everywhere, um, with them and give them just a little bit of scrubbing energetically. So the process or the intention in which you purchase a stone is important. They can change jobs. I have some that I bought to... Um, use for meditation and then 
just didn't feel like they were the best ones for it once I sat down. And they became a stone I used for writing and for uh, connecting in. So creativity, the oranges, the carnelian, um, some of the uh, the the yellow stones, um, for whatever reason, citrine, couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, citrine is great for personal empowerment. It's also fantastic for creating abundance. So I have a little uh, piece of uh, citrine in yellow citrine in my wallet. And when we had the store, we had it in the cash register. And it's a great way to invite in the energy of power and abundance. So the the willingness to spend a little time learning what works for you, what do you like, I highly recommend going to a store that carries a multiple display of the stones and stand there much like you would if you were picking oracle cards or if you are picking a restaurant to eat at night, you got to trust that gut. You got to connect the dots so and make the the frequent the system works so you can trust it on demand. And once you practice this a few times, you can be standing in front of the stones, and someone who is you know well intentioned may want to give you a an amethyst, for instance. For because you said you had headaches and you wanted to clear the headaches. Well, for some people, although amethyst is, if when in doubt, go with amethyst, it may not be the one that your system right then uh, resonates with. So you take the advice and then check in with self to see if this is in fact the best one for me to use in this moment. So there are plenty of references. There are the I love the Crystal Bible, and the reason I I really like it. Sometimes it's challenging to get in the states, but I really like it because it's layman's terms and it has a cross reference. Uh, a lot of the times in the bookstores, you will find amazing books that maybe they weren't published last week, but they are fantastic fantastic references for them. I happen to be a gal who likes a picture, so you know they can give the uh, the practical application, the spiritual, the connectiveness, all of that. So maybe check that out. The there's some online references. I'm not really going to go into that because you can Google as well as anybody. And again, trust the ones that resonate. Some people can go way out there, I will just say if someone is telling you this is how you have to use something, it's like anything else. No, you don't. So again, trust that. Kids do very well with stones. They love playing with them. One of the things I loved about having the store and and my office is if parents brought their kids with them, I would pull out this big basket of stones and they were allowed to play with that as long as they wanted to. I didn't care if they spilled them on the floor. They came from the earth. What difference does it make if it's on the floor? And just to play with them because it helps to drain the toxins out of your system simply by having the rocks there. So have a bowl of them in your office or have some on your desk. Uh, Just remember to clear them occasionally. And the other thing you can do with these stones is you can 
Um, you can do tinctures. Clear the stone before you do this. And you can do that through intention. You can do it with uh, a sage spray. I recommend clear the air because it's just an amazingly high frequency. And if you, I'll put a link to where you can purchase it in the in the show notes that I'm sure everybody is just riveted and, and, ha- and goes to to read. <laughs> it's something we have to do legally, and I'm still not sure if they serve a huge purpose, but uh, I hope they do. And so what you can do is you can put the stone in the water and it charges the water. So as long as you've cleared it, you've asked Archangel Michael to clear the stone, you've left it in sunshine. When we have full moons, put those stones out on your windowsill and they'll charge and they will clear. Be mindful of putting them outside if you live in an area where there could be raccoons because they love them and they will help themselves to your crystals, uh, which just makes me laugh. But um, the So you might want to put them on a windowsill inside that gets good sunlight or gets good moonlight. Or put them in a container that they can't open and get to them. Um, just makes it's hysterical, but it's proof too, right? Everybody, everybody likes shiny things. So the stones. So you would put them in in water, and you can drink it. Actually, it will charge the water with the properties. Make sure it's a stone that is you know, okay for that. So malachite, for instance, in its rough form, you never want to give to kids um, or handle yourself really, because it does have a toxin until it's, uh, until it's um, tumbled or, or formed. So just be smart about it, you know, <laughs> and you shouldn't really be putting stones in your mouth anyway, but if you're putting them in the water, um, it just makes sure that you're smart to the properties. Okay, and where to get them, you can order them online. That's fine. Just make sure when you receive them that, again, you do a clearing. You smudge them. You run them under uh, streaming water, except for selenite, because selenite is compressed um, high, high, high temperature salt water, and it will return to its liquid form if it gets wet enough. So that's one that you would not clear underwater, just to be clear. Just to be clear, let me say clear one more time. So you can order them online. You can um, go to the metaphysical shops. You can get them, you know how the museums have those big bins of of stones? Buy them there. They have the same properties as, or a a toy store often has the big thing of stones. They'll have the same properties as if they were purchased in a, you know, specialty shop. So you could go to, one time we took a hike and we went up into the Adirondacks and there was a uh, this big ravine that had garnet in it, and we were able to mine some of our own garment. Garment, garnet. That's hard work <laughs> to do to get your own stones out and such. I loved it. I literally planted my butt in the middle of it and sat there for a good half an hour, just charging up with the earth's 
frequency and the ley lines and the stones that were there. It's absolutely a phenomenal experience if you have the opportunity to do so. And it's pretty fun as well. I mean, it makes you feel like you're, you know, in the old gold mining days. So the wherever you get them, it's important to clear them because, you know, people handle them and their energies are going to be absorbed. Stones want to help, I believe. I think they want to... Um, they're constantly striving to raise their own vibration without ego. So it's, I think it's a good thing to use as a tool. They can be aligned with the chakras. And a lot of the times you'll see the color systems associated. Chakras don't have colors. They have frequencies. In the Western world, we apply a rainbow to our chakras. And that's fantastic. It helps to remember and then a lot of stone properties are then have give, been given the assignment. And I do believe through some frequency checking and everything. But um, so you may find that um, if you have a book like Healing with Crystals and Chakra Energies, uh, Sue Lilly, I believe, wrote that. Might be another name in there, her husband or something. Uh, so. If you have that book, it'll line up the stones to the particular chakras as to their color properties. And if you went for a stone healing session, oftentimes that will happen too. Um, and if you do participate in one of those things and the energy in the room feels like it's too stinking buzzy, just tell the practitioner they should be willing to shift it or move it about. Um, I was having a Reiki session one time and I didn't look under the bed, which is a popular place and a great idea to put stones until I was lying there. And I remember saying to this, to the woman, would you mind removing the log of selenite that's under the bed? And she questioned me and I said, I know my own frequency. I'm not going to be able to relax if that's under there. I'm going to want to go travel in the ethers and I'm not here for that. I'm here for a body restoration. So would you mind removing the log? <laughs> and it was this big stinking log of selenite. And I just, I would have been um, chatty Vicky about halfway through because it's not it's fantastic for me if I want to communicate with angels. It does not work for me to have in the bedroom or most especially not to have in the car because I get a, be, I become a space cadet. So, and So just get to know how the stones affect you and the properties and the vibrations. So when we come back, I am going to give you a short little introduction on what you can do with a particular stone in order to help you. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickibaird.com booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. 
book today at vickybaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. So thanks for coming back. This is a subject that I love and I admittedly don't spend enough time in my life playing with, practicing, um, knowing all of the um, ones, switching them out and seeing which ones resonates for, resonate for me. I have a few favorites that are close to my couch uh, or my, on my bedside table that I tend to rely on. And that's fine, but it is uh, a fun subject. So one of the things you can do with your stone, a crystal, uh, it, a, a piece of um, petrified wood, you can use that as well. So it's called programming it. And what you will do is you will set the relationship and why you would be using this stone and what purpose it could serve for you. So I recommend picking a stone by feel, um, not only in your intuitive sense and using your, you know, your psychic abilities, also using your hands. What does the stone feel like? Does it feel comfortable in your hand? Does it feel like something that you would want to hold on to for 10 minutes? So that when you first pick one, that's it's something to keep in mind. And then what you will do is you'll clear it. You will either run it underwater, you'll allow it to be in the sunlight for a full day, uh, charge it through the moonlight, clear it with smudge, spray it with a liquid sage, um, and, and ask Archangel Michael to clear it as well. So can you tell this is a really important thing? Everything absorbs energy. So if we don't get a little bit better of clearing energy, we will remain stuck in and kind of in a groundhog day and wonder why things aren't changing. So when you program a crystal, you ideally want to hold it in your hand and close your eyes. And then you will ask the stone how it would like to help you. You may feel like a wingnut doing this. That's fine. And you may not receive a response back. Um, At the very um, basic portion of it, 
you should at least feel a, it's okay to work with this stone. And that could be because you have a neutral energy and that would be a permission place. So then you can, if, if there's no callback, say that you have no response from the stone and you're sitting there like, okay, Vicki, this is not working. Then you decide, what would you like the stone to be used for? How would you like it to help you? Is it going to sit on your desk where you write? Would you like it to be helpful in the creative process? Is it going to travel with you in the car? Would you like it to be uh, for safety? Um, is it going to be next to your bed? Keep in mind, the higher the the lighter the stone, the higher the frequency could disturb sleep in some people. If the, Is it going to be used for that? Well, then... Um, you can set the intention for restful um, sleep or slumber. It or is it for meditation? It will work no matter what the intention. But I do believe that it helps to set that intention. So then, in programming, you would always, always, always before you set into a meditative space. Ask for white light to surround you. Ask for Archangel Michael to be present. Um, Archangel Raphael, whomever, your team, whoever you work with, uh, and whoever makes your heart sing, um, then invite them to be part of the process. And then you would tune in and have a conversation with the crystal, with the stone, with the piece of wood. And say um, kindly, politely, I would love for you to work with me in this intention. I will meet you in my responsibility of making sure that your energy is clear so that you can help me in and then state the intention. I always say thank you, not only because of manners, but it closes an energy um, request. And I think that's important. So we're not you know, leaving our doors open everywhere. And then sit with it for a few moments and get to know the frequency of that stone. It's pretty amazing how calming it can be. Perhaps your stone is for that. Perhaps your stone is to bring a grounded, less anxious, um, more connected feeling to the earth for like when we were taught when I was talking about earlier that maybe you can't get outside to walk or into the woods today so it it's your stone do with it as you wish have it be of a highest intention and for it to serve a purpose and then one day you may find that that stone just disappears you can't find it anywhere you always put it in the same spot it's not there that to me is always um, very playful. I think that's the deity of the stone, as well as maybe some help from the fairies or the raccoons if you left it outside. But it may come up missing. And that always tells me that the relationship or the purpose in which the stone was being used, that you don't need it anymore. And it's like a it's like a kind of backwards graduation ceremony. <laughs> the item leaves rather than you get something. It still should be celebrated. So 
there's so much more that we can go into with the stones. And um, if you have other areas that you would like me to speak of, I wanted to give a brief overview of how they could be used and why you might want to use them going into the rest of your life, not just this year. And why you would want to introduce them to children, because I do believe, oh, for those of you that have classrooms, it is absolutely amazing if you can get a salt lamp in a classroom, doesn't have to be on if your district does not allow plug-in things, Um, or, and the uh, black tourmaline for grounding or have a bowl of rocks there for the kids to touch. Um, It's just so amazing that the shift you can see in their frequency. Um, So those are some of the whys and hows and what to do with it and where to get them of stones and crystals. And I appreciate you being part of my world and Don't forget to subscribe so that the podcast shows up every Wednesday for you and to leave your messages and your reviews as well as any requests for future topics. And so grateful to have you part of my experience that I want to hear from you too. So many blessings and I hope you go find some stones and crystals. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut It's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.